Dengue fever is a globally important arboviral infection which is particularly endemic in Southeast Asia, the Western Pacific and the Americas. I'm Sophie Cook, Clinical Reviews Editor, and today I'm joined by Professor Senanyaki Kularatni from the University of Peradeniya, Sri Lanka to talk about this week's clinical review on dengue fever, which is adapted from a BMJ best practice module. Professor Kularatni, thank you for joining me today. Firstly, can you tell me what exactly is dengue fever? Yeah, uh, dengue is uh, infection caused by arbovirus, right? It is being transmitted by mosquito. And uh, if you take dengue fever virus, so far there are four serotypes dengue virus one, two, three, and four. Are any of the serotypes more clinically significant than others? Um, if you take these uh, the, the kind of serotypes, I mean, uh, they, are, they are circulating one or two serotypes at a time, or sometimes all serotypes at a uh, time, in a different, different geographical uh, areas in the world. Interesting thing is, if an individual gets infected with uh, one serotype, he or she becomes immune to that serotype for the rest of the life. So this uh, particular individual gets infected with also serotypes, time to time, then they become fully immune for dengue. But that won't happen very often. Uh, what usually happens is when somebody gets infected with one serotype, they become immune to that particular serotype. But the thing is, if you get another serotype, then the disease will be more severe. That is what we call secondary dengue fever. There is severe form than the, the first attack, there is a primary dengue infection. What, what sort of symptoms should lead doctors to suspect dengue fever? So the symptoms are high fever, headache, then the retroorbital or behind the ear pains, then the body aches and pains, especially back aches. In fact, uh, good old days, the dengue fever is called bone break fever because of this severe body pains. Then patients feel malaise and big faintishness. Then the loss of appetite, so-called nausea, or sometimes vomiting. So those are key symptoms. Science-wise, the patient looks flushed, skin is flushed, reddish. And sometimes you see something like a rash that is called mobiliform rash. So sometimes the, the skin bleeds may be there. So those are the uh, symptoms of science to identify the infection. If we think about doctors who might be seeing patients coming back from an area where dengue is endemic, are there any specific tests for dengue fever? Yeah. Yeah, and there's a quick test. I mean, this is the blood count. There's a quick test. Even the very first day of fever, we can do a specific test that is called NS1 antigen test. NS1 antigen test. Also, uh, there's another test called PCR reaction. NS1 antigen or PCR will be positive from very first day onward. But uh, by about after fifth day of the infection, each test could be negative. Right? But the earliest diagnosis can be made with certain specific these two tests, NS1 and the PCR. But the thing is, these tests are not really available uh, uh, in the hospitals. And uh, later, after the fifth day of the infection, uh, the serology, that is the, doing the immunoglobulin levels, IgG, IgM, 
those fields support the diagnosis. Once the diagnosis is confirmed, what are the treatment options for dengue fever? Yes, um, that depends on the severity. Supposing the patient has just a fever and there's no complications, the patient can be managed even at home where we need to encourage patients to take a lot of liquids, right, fluids and keep the hydration. Then there are what is called warning signs. That warning signs are the signs which suggest that the patient is developing complications. The development of uh, abdominal pain, vomiting, fever, lethargy and restlessness, mucosal, bleeding, and enlargement of the liver, which is tender, that's a warning sign. Also, accumulation of fluid, development of pleural effusions, ascites, those are warning signs. So if there are warning signs, then the family patient should be managed in the hospital, but at home. In the hospital, there's, there's no specific treatment as such. If it is diagnosed dengue, the patient needs some replacement of fluids, the correction of uh, electrolytes, then the correction of blood glucose levels, and looking for uh, bleeding, if there are internal bleeding, to give blood transfusions, and so on. So really what you're describing is symptomatic treatment. And what's the prognosis if a person with dengue infection receives the appropriate treatment? Prognosis is very good. Supporting patient, uh, patients are managed properly for the guideline in, in hospital institutions, then the prognosis is very good. So in the best centres, this hospital, the, the mortal rate is less than point. Uh, one percent even, but uh, that can go up with patient factors, for example, if the patients are not coming from the hospital with the loss of valuable time, then the death rate can go up. After somebody's had dengue fever, do they require any monitoring period? Um, once the patient recover from the dengue, uh, it will take uh, about three to four weeks for liver enzymes to come down. Uh, then the other blood count will actually will improve uh, uh, start the recovery. So nothing to worry about it. Sometimes the patient might feel a bit of a fatigue, we call post-viral fatigue syndrome for uh, a few weeks. Even that will, that won't last. Okay. And finally, what can be done to prevent dengue infection? I mean, the, 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 the most important aspect of preventing dengue infection is prevent mosquito breeding. Mosquito is the vector. So as long as uh, mosquitoes are not in the environment, then, uh, the, then the dengue can be prevented. So mosquito breeding should be avoided. What can people do if they're travelling to a dengue endemic region? What advice should be given to anybody who's going somewhere where dengue infection is quite prevalent? I think uh, that it's important to protect the traveller from mosquito bites. So the traveller should know about biting better on the mosquito and then... Uh, to wear necessary uh, clothing. Also, some mosquito repellents, protective mosquito repellents would be of use to apply on the exposed parts. And uh, to use mosquito nets, the important thing is that the, the, I think the public should be aware of this dengue infection, as well as travelers should be aware of this dengue infection. And if somebody develops a fever with body uh, and pain, Dengue should be a differential diagnosis. Professor Kularatni, thank you for joining me today and you can read the full BMJ clinical review now on the bmj.com or access the full BMJ best practice module on their website.